Thanks so much for joining me today. I'm Colleen Klimczak, organizational coach and certified professional organizer. I own Peace of Mind Professional Organizing, LLC. Since 2003, I've been helping my clients live better lives through organizing and organizational and productivity coaching. In addition to organizing and coaching, I support my clients with a weekly newsletter, a weekly accountability and productivity session through professional speaking, blogging, and podcasting. So this is coming out Thanksgiving week, and we are skipping Finish Line Friday this week. If y'all want to be productive, that's great. I will not be hosting a productivity session. I will be in Michigan with my family. And maybe you will be out shopping or at least sleeping off your turkey coma, right? So Finish Line Friday will return on December 1st. And this Thanksgiving week, I am so thankful for all of you. Today, I am recording episode number 52. And since it comes out once a week, that means we have been at this for a year. I was actually at a conference over the weekend, and that's a podcast episode for another week. But I remember that this weekend last year, I remember listening to my podcast, my first podcast episode in the hotel room at the conference. So here we are a year later. So I am thankful for all of you. Thanks for being on this journey with me. That being said, I have been planning and writing my content for the next few months, and I need your help. I don't record a podcast for me. I record a podcast for you. Uh, For example, I have heard from many of you that you'd like the occasional longer podcast, or that you would like to hear interviews or conversations. And that sounds like a great idea. I'm happy to do that. But what I do want to know from you is what do you want to hear about? Do you want conversations around organizing and productivity, or shall I just introduce you to some of the awesome people that I know? So if you could reach out to me via email or social media, or you could text me if you know me, I would love to know what you'd like to hear more of. So this week, uh, I want to remind us all to learn from every experience, and more importantly, to make note of the learning and refer back to it. So I just published my article this week, um, this morning for this week, and it's called, We Never Really Have to Start from Scratch. And what I mean by that is we don't have to start over. So my suggestion is do future you a favor, take notes and refer back to them. So I was inspired to write about this topic by a recent experience because, well, that's usually what inspires me, right? Let me set this up for you. One Saturday morning every other month, a group of parishioners from my parish assemble 150 bag lunches for a local charitable organization to distribute to their community. And that Saturday in November was a few weeks ago. My friend Kristen organizes the service project every time, and I told her that this was going to be a podcast episode topic. This November morning was our fourth morning so far. We started this back in May. Now, we've added people from month to month, and occasionally one of the regulars can't attend, but there's typically a team of, I don't know, 10 or so adults and also some uh, students seeking service hours. So we are learning, and we get better at the process every month, every time we do it, which is great. And one of the reasons we get better at it is we don't start from scratch every time, because honestly, why should we, right? Why shouldn't we learn from every experience? And yes... We can learn from every experience, but also importantly, we need to remember what we learn next time. So in addition to learning from the experience, we need to retain or review and make a note of that learning. 
And here's the deal. If we do something occasionally, it's not yet a habit or a routine. How often we do something and in what time interval are two factors that impact how much we remember from time to time. If we don't necessarily remember all the details every time, that's okay. Because, you know, hey, sometimes we don't. And again, it's all right. But we can learn from our experiences and get better at doing things. In my productivity presentations, I mention recipes. And I am not talking about my corn casserole recipe for Thanksgiving, even though I have no problem sharing that either. I mean recipes as in a path for future you to take. In my presentations, I mention those complex tasks that we only occasionally complete, often enough to want to get good at it, but not often enough that it's become natural or a habit. The example I use in my class is balancing my company's monthly banking statements. When I switched my banking years ago, I connected a credit card to my account for purchases. So truly, my banking and bookkeeping are very simple processes now that they're well established. But when I first made the switch, I'd stumble from month to month. Do I log into the banking website from my browser or connect Quicken from the Quicken platform, right? Like these were the things I would wonder every month. Maybe I need to make a note in Quicken regarding my credit card bill from my spending account or do I pay the bill first and then update the transactions? Anyway, you see why, or you hear why, this would make me stumble every month when the process was new. So now I leave myself a note, and I've been doing that for years, and I probably don't even need the note anymore, but I still write it to do future me a favor, right? So it's a short list, open Quicken, log into banking website, pay credit card bill on the banking website, go back to Quicken, go to credit card tab, click reconcile, right? Like now that I've created the path, it's super easy and I don't have to scratch my head about what I need to do first, second, and third. So back to the service example, after we make these 150 lunches, we take a few minutes to talk about what worked and what to tweak for next time. For example, maybe we write down who volunteered today. We make a note of who showed up in answer to the bulletin article that was published, and we collect their emails so we can alert them next time. Maybe it's logistics. We always start with wiping down tables and putting on gloves. Or we need three plastic tablecloths instead of two. Or maybe it's about the process. We need to start the longest step first and get that rolling, and that means focus on getting the sandwich assembly line started first. So these are the kinds of things that we can make note of. Maybe it's let's make sure to confirm the time with the school students who need service hours. So all of this goes into a notebook that Kristen keeps and it's all waiting for her next time she needs it. Now, this is a pretty low pressure situation, to be honest. We have a solid team. The work is not difficult. It's making sandwiches, right? Uh, But we're on the clock as the lunches need to be delivered by a certain time to the mission who's distributing them. And we still want to do things efficiently and effectively. I don't mind dedicating some time on a Saturday morning to this. I think it's actually a lot of fun. But do I want to dedicate my whole Saturday morning to this? Maybe not, right? So we still want to be efficient and effective. And so my friend writes down notes and learning and leaves us ideas and a plan for next time. Here's another example of wanting to do things well and leaving notes for next time. 
This time of year, I always think of my client who has an orange binder in the cabinet above her kitchen desk. It is called the Thanksgiving binder, and it really does contain all things Thanksgiving. She always hosts Thanksgiving dinner. It's a big family affair. Lots of people bring lots of things. It's lovely. And so from year to year, they make notes in the Thanksgiving binder. For example, how many people were there and who? Maybe it's about the recipes that they used and who brought what and how much they brought. Maybe it's about, you know, so-and-so, auntie so-and-so made the gravy and it was delicious. Or we picked up a pie from such and such a bakery and it was a big hit, right? So we can write down things that worked well and what didn't and maybe what we want to do differently or better next time. We can keep notes of those things because we would absolutely forget if we didn't keep track. When the service morning rolls around again, my friend will check her notes that she made and start from there as we set up who's scheduled to help and who needs to bring what. She already has a plan for next time. Isn't that great? That's the third or fourth time I've said that today. Let's relish in that for a minute. A plan for next time, right? So based on what we know and what we continue to learn. And that sounds pretty great to me. If you'd like to explore topics like this and coaching for organizing and productivity, drop me a line via email at colleen at peaceofmindpo.com or message me through my social media platforms like Facebook or Instagram. Thanks so much. And I will talk to you next week.